All right, guys, welcome to Uva Ball Raw USA. We're here with director Uva Ball, uh, the director of such movies as the Rampage series, Far Cry, Lord of the Dark, Assault on Wall Street, and now uh, Auschwitz, you know, Far Cry, and me, Gary Otto, uh, co-host and uh, ball producer and aficionado. So welcome, Uva Ball. What's up, man? Yeah, hi, we have uh, shitty weather in Germany. Um, the fall is coming uh, brutally down, but uh, my mood is even worse. No, <laughs> not really. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, what we have here right now is uh, the Greens, the Liberals and the Social Democrats building a new um, coalition for a new government here. And uh, I hope they will put climate change in the middle of their thinking, uh, in the middle of their actions, what will be not easy, because the liberals uh, have that idea that the market will basically uh, save the world, you know, that the, that, that the industry will save the world. Um, and we all know that industry saves first, first and foremost themselves. So yes, they will get more climate neutral if it's very expensive to be not climate neutral based on the uh, CO2 and carbon emissions, right? So uh, I think the liberals ground idea is good, but I wanna have it combined with the greens idea that of course the, the state because we are in a state of emergency, in a climate emergency, <clears throat> need to regulate things faster and need to make hard calls, you know. So you have to say, like, whatever, 2030, no more coal industry, 2030, no more fossil fuel cars, only electricity or hydro cars. Like, you have to put deadlines in so that the industry actually uh, delivers. So, sure. Sounds like uh, almost as interesting as what's going on here in the United States. Things like what Corey Lewin Lewandowski was thrown off of the Trump Super PAC for. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Well, apparently, you know, he can get away with anything in Trump world, but the moment that you mess with the money is the moment that, oh, Trump is appalled. Well, this guy goes up to this girl at Benny Hanna, of all places. The, the wife of one of the donors, I have a 10-inch dick showing him fucking hotel key, yada yada, bing bong. I mean, and the, and also, uh, what else happened? The freaking, he, he had sex with that woman who Trump is trying to get, or GOP is pushing as a Trumpy possible presidential candidate. Uh, and she had to distance herself from him. So Lewandowski has had quite a interesting yeah and i mean he's an idiot right first and foremost i think he's a total idiot and you said he had sex with christy gnome yes and uh, he's also an idiot and and trump is an idiot and then we had also trump when it turned out ivanka was basically behind of a lot of like trump's missed calls on corona uh, i mean for me it was clear that ivanka and jared kushner are absolutely pieces of shit it's all total oh. fraud, right? So uh, that 
uh, we have that happy family with the kids or whatever, but it's all like uh, a total facade. Because uh, Trump is like standing there senile. You figure it out. He's the fucking president. And then he gives it to his daughter. What makes her qualified, right? Yeah, that is the thing. I mean, she was like the Kardashians before with less success. And then she turned into the government advisor and everything, including her husband without any kind of qualification. And, uh, but what I loved today was that Trump disappeared from the Forbes 500 list. Yeah. You know, so that he got poorer. And I think it's still inflated. I, 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 I don't think Donald Trump has a billion bucks. They say they think he has 2.5 billion <clears throat> or something. I don't think he has. I, I, I think he has way less. And uh, a lot of his uh, investment properties are basically worthless. Yeah, I think why he, another reason why, besides the corruption, that he doesn't want his taxes to come out, because it'll show that he's a fucking beggar, man. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I have a good story about him, because I had a, a dinner last week with an advertising guy here, and he said he was at one point, met Trump before he was president, so he was there uh, in New York to shoot okay a, a report uh, for the news but uh, whatever and he came to the trump tower before <clears throat> he said the german tv team and he wants to uh, have a quick interview with donald trump so he came to the trump tower with a camera crew and then they brought him up to the 20th floor whatever it was and then they tried to sell him for like an hour a 20 million dollar uh, apartment <laughs> and and, and <laughs> they totally misinformed. Uh, they were all totally misinformed. And Trump dropped in and said, "Is it not a great apartment?" Totally selling the apartment to him. And he said, "No, we, we are a German camera team to have a quick chat with you about the New York real estate situation." And uh, and Trump like, uh, "What? What are you doing here? What the fuck?" Like so, he was extremely mad about the whole situation uh, that 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 he even talk to them right and they said no we had an interview uh you agreed to an interview weeks ago but this kind of messy mix-up i think is actually typical for trump i think that is how he ruled the country every day he waked up uh checked his twitter threads and then that was the political thing what was in the middle of his doing that specific day yeah, his whole presidency is just about ego. Look at Melania too. Like, she had alerts according to that book with her name, so she nothing escaped her eye. And he too. And if he gets reelected, it is true he's going to be out for revenge, and we're going to be in for some draconian policies. If you thought last time he was president was bad, he's going to try and stick it to the Dems even worse and take away a lot of our rights and privileges and social programs the things that you and i uh used to operate and like i said last time it's not fucking socialism so let's get that straight but yeah if he gets reelected, it's gonna be a real shit show i need you to talk 25 seconds on your own because i have to run over and give a message to my son quick about his homework it's all on you here okay so, have you guys go to Uber Ball movies lately? A lot of the Dark is one of my personal favorites. I know it's a little bit of an ironic title, Alone in the Dark. Hobo bum bum. Considering why Lionsgate, evil people, will not uh, give us the time of day to make more wonderful Alone in the Dark films. I mean, I really 
I loved that uh, the, the uh, Connie uh, plot is so amazing. And, and uh, some of those metal scenes, that soundtrack, come on, guys. You never see a soundtrack like with such great acts in any mainstream Hollywood film today. And the House of the Dead soundtrack was also very good, too. Um, uh, you know, who was actually talking with me about the possibility of making another House of the Dead, like a House of the Dead twin film. We've been talking about Nine, that. nine, nine, I'm back. I hear you talk. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> I was just talking about the, how we were talking for a moment, uh, for a second there about maybe going back to House of the Dead, but I don't know if that's actually going to happen. So. No, it, I, I mean, it would be tough to get the rights. The rights are gone. So, uh, uh, and uh, I don't but know. But he's open to, if you have a video game and you want to have it turn to a movie and it's a viable property, contact us. We got a director here. He's interested in getting back into making some video game films. Yeah, you know, when was any video game film like Lord of the Rings, guys? So. It's about money, 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 and your favorite video game characters. So there you go. It's a wonderful. Um. <laughs> anyway, back to uh, where were we? Like Lewandowski, oh, and, you know. Corey Lewandowski, or whatever. Yeah. But uh, 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 <clears throat> what I want to say, I, I don't even know what I wanted to say about it. But he's so an idiot. And then um, you know what I watched? I watched it. You saw the guilty with Jake Gyllenhaal. No. On, on, on Netflix is a, is a uh, made by Anthony Fuqua from Training Day, and it's a new film on Netflix where a Gillenthal is a Gillenhall is a Gillenhall or is a Gillenthal. That's know. a good question, Gillenhall. Like, what yeah. yeah, I really don't know. But it's a good show. But it all plays in one office. So he he is at the police station. Uh, on telephone uh, uh, duty, or like on phone duty, and and then there's a woman getting kidnapped, and the kids are alone at home, and he has to handle it all, stopping the car with the kidnapper, and has twists and turns from the phone, like from from his like like from the from his telephone booth basically, and sometimes you remember this, the one what was that thing what played only in a phone booth? Was it with? Uh, uh, was it Colin Farrell, that movie? Yeah, yeah. Was with Colin Farrell thing, and then there was another one with, with uh, uh, Ryan, uh, uh, no, uh, from Dead. Ryan was in one where he was like buried in the in the ground or something. Yes, he was in a, in a coffin. And this kind of films, if they're, if they're good made, they are uh, 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 very engaging. So I like the film on Netflix, I can recommend it. Um, hey, did you watch that that Squid Game shit? I keep reading about this, and I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, I started watching it yesterday. Oh yeah. And uh, uh, so it, it's entertaining. But then I read yesterday also the news in America. Uh, I don't know if you saw it, but a lot of people say who are Korean, they say the subtitles in English are completely wrong. They actually have nothing to do with the story, what they're saying in reality. Huh? And I, no, I read that yesterday. It was even, I think, in BuzzFeed or something that they, they, they said like they're actually factual, like telling with the subtitles the story completely different as it is in Korea. 
And well, no, it's possible because we're watching a lot here. Like, for example, we're watching in German language, but my wife is from Canada, right? So we have English subtitles on, and a lot, lot of shows in German uh, we're watching. Uh, the English subtitles are actually not correct. They are like, uh, like even even like, like uh, 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 really bringing you on the wrong path. And and that is the thing, like whatever. In German, this guy said this guy's a fucking asshole, and then the subtitle is I like the guy. No, like really, like something like this. It's mistakes like this where you where you feel like who's doing the actual subtitles from all that films? Uh, because think about the overflow of what happened in the last few years. Ten years ago, there were barely films with subtitles shown. Barely films were shown that were not English, and now. With, with the streamers, everything gets shown in Spanish, in Italian, in French, in Korean, in Japanese, in German, everything. So, and I think that that business making subtitles under films is exploding, but they don't have it proper translators. <laughs> they have maybe people, they, they speak German, but they don't, they're not really German. So the, the subtitles and they're sitting in LA and and, and, <laughs> and, and half of it doesn't, it's just bullshit or is it a, a short information on something? And yeah, um, some guy sitting in an office eating donuts, like, hmm. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to make it say this. And <laughs> no, for real. It's it's kind of crazy. But but when I read that article about that Squid Game thing, I felt like that is that, that could actually be true. And um, I mean, you know, if you like Parasite, for example, you will maybe like the Squid Game too, because it's this kind of, it, it's a lot, to be honest, in Asian films in general, right? The characters are totally over the top. They're completely out of where you think, what the fuck? And, and how they talk, how they live, what they're doing. Uh, it, it's so, uh, um, it's so crazy in a way in the Squid Game in the first, I, I watched one in the first episode so far, but it's, it's at the same time, it's entertaining because it has an enormous like drive. It goes fast, you know, it goes fast. And, and uh, yeah, that is, uh, is, is interesting, but I'm watching also, did you know the the Indian show that is, it isn't like, you know, the 48 hours, like the crime show? Okay, first, yeah. First first 48, right? So if you don't catch the guy, whatever, the first 48, like a, like a reality TV The material goes cold, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So, and they have, the, they have basically a similar thing now in India shot, and it's also on Netflix. It's unbelievable because think about India. So you're in a city, 20 million people in the slums. And now like somebody dies. So, I mean, how we want to catch anybody basically. So, but what the Indian police is doing, it's actually very interesting to see. For example, everybody who is slightly suspicious, they, they take into the police station as witness everybody and i mean really everybody and then they're sitting there and they cannot leave the police station for days so yeah. just in, yeah just in case they're sitting there just in the hallway getting some a bowl of rice or whatever with kids with everybody they don't let them go so they don't arrest them because they're just witnesses but they also don't want to let them go 
and temper the, uh, for example, uh, temper the apartment that, or have to give them the ability to uh, um, to omit evidence or something like this. So it's kind of clever. They take everybody off the street and then they having and then they go in India. Besides, it's that it's all like like total mayhem. They have everywhere cameras, so they're getting from everywhere footage from corner stores, gas stations, the city, and then they start watching basically 24 hours, 48 hours, all the video footage they can find from around the building where the woman got killed or something. So, and, and, and then they're finding everybody who went in and out of that building, and then they they, they they go out and catch them. And then the best is also like, they actually, and it's in the TV show, it's for me a it's almost unbelievable that Netflix is able to air it because they're hitting the witnesses. Oh, wow. So they're, they're coming like a witness comes in and says, I have nothing to do with it. Oh, you're a fucking piece of shit. We will see if you have something to do with it. Then they have like belts or sticks. Oh, and wow. just like, they're whipping them. They're, they're just whipping them. Like bombs. Hey, that's fucked up, dude. I know, and then the guy says a few times, oh, we have a camera here. Get get rid of the camera. Switch the camera off. And then you see the witness again, and it's like limping. <laughs> like, like so they, they make they make the team switching camera off. And, and, and then they basically hitting the guy, whatever, and then they... Uh, but... oh, so, yeah, the, so the, the really brutal stuff is not aired, but before and after the attack is okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you know what the funny thing is? I mean, I'm sure they've... They don't find, uh, for example, this one episode, like a homeless couple with six kids say that ba their baby got kidnapped. I mean, it's horrific cases, like horrific cases. So the baby got kidnapped, they go to the police office. Then they think that the husband sold the kid to, an, to like a cult who eat kids. Yeah. And then they, they, they find the guy who took the kid. Then it turned out he was in cohorts with the husband. He didn't hold it to his wife. So they're hitting the husband. Then they're hitting the other guy like like happily. Then they're arresting the other guy. The husband then let go because he uh, never admitted anything. And, and, he, and he said he forgot any money. What happened to the fucking baby? So the baby's gone. They so ate the, guy, the baby? No, I forgot. Maybe they, the guy said, the guy they arrested like for kidnapping and then basically murder said he brought the, the kid, the baby, to a temple. So they're driving to a temple and in the temple is of course, I mean, it's not like, yes, we have the baby and ate it. Like nothing happened. <laughs> so they were, you know, they were, it's like postal material actually, right? So the baby is gone like forever. Bing, dog. Gone oh even. my god, what the fuck? If, the, if that happened in the US, they would at least something would happen. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, I know. I, I, no, what, what in the US would happen is that Hillary Clinton would get accused that she ate that baby. hundred <laughs> percent. <laughs> <laughs> it would be like George Soros, Bill Gates, Hillary Clinton, and uh, uh, who had a, a pizza party in the basement. <laughs> and ate that specific baby. And I'm yeah, sure if, if the QAnon people, whatever, see that Indian show, they will guess that that baby was deported to America and ate and, and got, uh, is, is, was a lunch. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's kind of total fucked up. But, yeah. it's, but you know what is funny on other episodes? I think there are only four or five episodes in total. But 
the the hitting works <laughs> like, like for real like people start start uh, confessing they're oh. like no i was never i never did anything whatever and then i just whipped the guy and he's like okay <laughs> i killed the prostitute Oh, just, 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 just shoot me there. For real, there are, like, in, in a way, uh, uh, I hope our law enforcement never watches that show because they could actually have to, as a result, say, oh, it is way easier to get a confession. We just have to torture the people. So, uh, well, that's what they did in freaking Afghanistan, right? Totally. Like, they, they, they do it the same, like, with the Taliban, you know, like, when you. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, but when they get found out, the U.S. is all like, "Oh, human rights, human rights." You know what I mean? Look at it. Look at us, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. They give a shit about the human rights. And uh, but I, uh, I don't know if we talked about it, but I saw a report about Afghanistan when the, the people like in the kiosk, whatever, they, the, what they all said, like, "Oh, nobody's stealing anything." So they, they were like some some store owners were totally happy about the Taliban because they are so threatening that oh that, because they chop off people's hands and shit oh my yeah God. absolutely I mean if, if, why you want to steal the Snickers if you know uh, they cut your hand off if they catch you so you basically think twice about it yeah, what happens if someone lies and says hey I don't like that guy I want to say that he stole from me so he can get his fucking arm chopped off like you know. <laughs> Yeah, but they are, the guy has the problem. If they find out he lies, then you maybe they chop his head off. Ugh, oh my God, what a crazy culture. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's insanity poor. And But the funny thing is that they're getting now uh, uh, totally uh, portrayed as the good guys against the, the uh, uh, Islamic State, right? So uh, it's, it's almost like, oh! It's so good we have the Taliban because if they're getting removed, then the fucking Islamic State takes over and they just uh, decapitate and help us uh, within five minutes for no reason whatsoever. So, uh, I mean. So it's like either like we're fucked or we're like super fucked, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of. Um, I have to say, following the reality of. Uh, 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 the reality of, of, of life, what's going on on the planet Earth. I think 80% of the planet Earth is in absolutely catastrophic chaos. Like, I mean, let's face it, right? Look, 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 on, look on the landscape. Look at how the people live in India and Pakistan and Africa, most of the countries in Latin America. Like, it's, it's an absolute shit show in reality and and uh, um, we're talking basically when we talk about us here we talk basically only about north america and europe yeah and and in europe i would also say only 80 percent of europe not 100 percent of europe all the rest is is dictators third world catastrophic economically uh, situations um and um or, or direct mayhem or whatsoever, right? So, I mean, and, and we, I think we always have the wrong idea uh, about um, how the world, what the status quo of the world for real is. I, I think we are in a way worse uh, worldwide situation as uh, we, 
we we discuss or as we talk about yeah then we realize of course you know it didn't actually make it out to be i get it yeah i mean it's it's really like uh as we said i mean when you see the indian police show right when you see like they 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 ask them like where they live the couple where the baby was born and they're like under the overpass and and they're like so you sleep with your whole family in the dust like but the funny thing is the police officers they totally disrespect them they don't feel with them it's not like oh my god with the kids you're so poor it's like you piece of shit sleep under the under overpass with all your kids yeah i know but <laughs> if you have no money and no job what do you want to say like but soon we have a villa because I sell off all my kids now, the other five also to the cult and they eat them and then I have a villa. Perfect! You're a social climber. So I mean, it's, it's, you know, all that situations make me want even more to do Postal 2. Because, yeah. you know, it's, it's like, the, it's almost uh, uh, unsayable or unthinkable uh, craziness what is around us. I think that if you did Postal 2, because po think of it like this, Postal 1 was a reflection of reality, like up to 11. Now reality itself is up to 11. Postal 2 would be fucking crazy. And I really, really, really think, I really know it one day would be made, but it needs to be made. Yes, yes. But here, Zach Ward, if you listen to me, I emailed you, you fucking asshole. And uh, 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 I asked Zach Ward if uh, he would do Postal 2. And of course, only for like shitty pay because we just don't have really money, money. Yeah. right? So, and he didn't answer. Mm. You know, and I don't know why, because it's the best thing whatever happened to him. It's the best thing whatever happened to him uh, is, is Postal. He was perfect for Postal. It's the best part he ever did. And and I think uh, it would be insane for him not to do Postal 2 because it, it makes him similar to uh, uh, Brandon Fletcher. Uh, you know, it, it, it makes him uh, uh, unforgettable. Yeah, I think that, yeah, it's a, it's a cult film, but it, it's a film that he'll be remembered for uh, for years to come. And if he wants to, if he thinks the world is going down a bad trajectory, it's time to take a stand and actually make uh, something that reflects our society. But of course, the best way to get through to somebody is through comedy. So, you know, take a step back and don't be too afraid uh, because it's not like uh, anything worse is going to happen to our careers than has already happened, right? <laughs> I think that I think that Postal Two is going to be a great uh, film, and I think that uh, we've been talking about this for a long time. We've been trying to develop ideas from it, and some of the ideas are brilliant. And uh, if if once somebody sees the full picture, once you've got that script together completely, and it's it's a it's a work in progress because stuff keeps changing in politics. We're trying to throw in as much as we can, but I think the movie's going to be brilliant. Oh, and I hope we can at one point actually uh, actually do it. You know, so yeah, because uh, yeah, even just just as soon as uh, 
couple months ago, you told me you were taking notes for Postal 2 for the past like 10 years. Uh, it's been uh, accumulating all these ideas, right? Yeah, totally. And uh, no, that, that is the thing. I, I, I collect all that ideas, you know, but you need, of course, a commitment from, I mean, like what at least, and then some people who survive. What you could, what you could use uh, Larry Thomas again for Osama Bin Laden, right? So, because why you should be dead? I mean, nobody saw his dead body. Uh, but, I mean, you know, that is another great post scene in, in a way that you think you finally catch the most wanted person on earth and then you make sure nobody sees him and you throw him from a helicopter in the ocean. That's the most absurd thing I ever heard. Yeah, maybe we bring him back as like a cyborg or something. He wakes up like yeah. a teenager, right? <laughs> Totally. Yeah, he was just not at home when, they, when, the, when the Navy SEALs came. <laughs> uh, you know, and then they were so disappointed. You know, you could cut him in in Islamabad in the movie theater watching porn. So he's like watching like a Rustmeyer uh, film uh, during the Navy SEALs storm his house and shoot every single children what is there. But first they're coming like dressed as like a Domino's pizza delivery service after they landed with the with the uh, helicopters and they're getting in their costumes to ring completely like oh we order the pizza not to just get into the compound so i mean that is ideas i just have for like completely absurdity like absurd stuff and uh and, and I we, had, we had a lot of ideas about octopus and harvey weinstein and just other a lot of stuff yeah, I mean, that is the same, you know, it, it's like uh, we can also explain why uh, when Jeffrey Epstein died in his cell, why he had 150 bed sheets in a jail cell. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you ever saw the photos, right, when, when, when they found Jeffrey Epstein, I mean, Google, it's, uh -huh. it's insane. It, it's like in that jail cell. There were, there were like 50 bed sheets. Yeah, they wanted him to keep warm. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and I, I, I just don't get it. You know, I just don't get it. Like, like uh, how, uh, 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 how is that even possible? Yeah. Like, yeah. like that, 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 that in a jail cell, uh, you can just say, you know what? I want a hundred bed sheets. It's so cold here or something. I, I know, just... exactly. It's so cold. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I really, like, nothing fits together. Yeah. You know? Nothing fits together. And, and... Uh, uh, well, I think that we have a great opportunity to take these really serious things that people think about that have never been answered and we can kind of make the punchline of, like, these social public... Uh, jokes, jokes about our society, jokes that reflect our society and the things that we live in. And you know, that's the problem. People need to stop getting offended by this shit because we live it every day. You know what I mean? What's the big fucking deal? Who cares, right? Yeah, and I, I just, in the, uh, last week, I read an article how shitty uh, Saturday Night Live is. Yeah. You know? and, 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 and I felt like finally, somebody gets it yes you know, by saturday saturday night life 
is successful because they belong, they have they have a great slot in TV and they have tons of celebrities who think it's cool to appear. That is why Saturday Night Live is a, is a success, but not because of the writing, because of the, or because it's funny. It's not funny. It's bullshit. Well, it's back just, in the day, a long time ago, maybe. Yeah, it it started strong, but but then it went downhill, and uh, uh, and it, it, it's just not funny at all. I think it's it's total BS. Uh, it's boring, and it's because what they mostly do is yeah. They they copy what celebrities said or politics said. So they put them in makeup, they look the same, and then they do the same bullshit. Instead yep. of making it like what, what we just did here in the podcast is we um, show the jokes we would do with the reality. We, we make real scenes or whatever happened in reality. But then we bring the real comedy element in, like uh, uh, Monty Python did. Yeah, we don't just repeat it verbatim, like a David Aaron Selzberg date movie or whatever the fuck, you know? Totally, and and that is the thing. I think uh, uh, that is what Saturday Night Live is completely missing. They're missing to make uh, jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for real, it's 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 like it's very disappointing. I think it's mostly completely boring. It's not funny if Elon Musk is hosting a show, but there is just not joke to it. The joke is that Elon Musk is doing the show, but he is not like Dave Chappelle. You know, like he cannot make a fucking joke. And and uh, uh, with most of the people, they hosting Saturday Night Live, they they try them to be funny, and it's just uh, uh, laughable. Yeah, it's like it's like if they put me on Saturday Night Live and they dressed me up as a hot dog man, and the whole episode I was just acting like a hot dog man and doing things that a hot dog man would do, while there was like this fake laugh track, and it's not actually funny. I'm just kind of just dressed up in a cute little outfit. They're going, "Oh, look, he's he he's talking like a hot dog man. That's so cute." That kind of humor is fucking dumb. Like. <laughs> No, totally. And it's, it's, that is the thing, what you had sometimes in, in Mel Brooks films too, uh, to be honest, like, you know, like there were some comedies, they have only this kind of, uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's a funny costume, but then it's not a funny scene or it's not a funny story or it's not a totally like uh, an ab absurd situation, you know, and, uh, they don't play with it. How, how, uh, what I think, what what I did in Postal was really every scene has a second layer to it. Yes, you know, it's it's like you have an Auschwitz theme park as an example, but of course that is not enough because you have at the same time only kids getting shot, not adults. You have the Taliban running around and I am, of course, rich because I stole all the Nazi gold and I'm a pedophile. So and that is what I mean. It's like you have to top things up. You have to you have to you have to have a, an, an absurd situation or an absurd uh, storyline you follow. But at the same time, you have to work on every single on every single layer. You know, and now the phone is ringing. Sorry, live. Okay. Well, well I have to, Uwe, I have to actually go, my friend. I have to go to the chiropractor. Yeah, hello, hello. 
Ja, schreibe ich mir auf. Wann? We're probably gonna wrap it up real soon. So, we'll wait for him to finish his. 29.10.10 Uhr. Wiesbaden. Schreibe ich mir auf. Wir sind dann da. He's talking about German. Wir melden uns an der Vorstellung. I don't know German. I should. You know that, let me look by now. Ja, super. Also, bis dann. Tschö. 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 I'm back. Are you still there? I have to go, my friend. We have to wrap up the episode. Yeah. So you know who that was? That was the German FBI. Ah. On, the, on the phone, yeah. Uh, and I waited for three months um, so that I have an interview appointment there about that documentation about the banditos, what I'm doing. Oh, cool. So, uh, because, of course, I need to interview the law enforcement, too. Uh, yeah. And uh, they were digging around for like months and didn't want to give me an interview there. And now I insisted and they finally locked me in in two weeks. I will go and do the interview. So, yeah. okay, you have to run. We talk soon. Yes, guys. Keep, uh, keep recommending our podcast, like uh, yeah. everybody who listens to us. You send it around, Twitter around, Facebook, Instagram it around, and get us bigger, guys. Don't forget, we want to take over Joe Rogan's slot, and especially also his $100 million contract. So, yes. Okay. Thank you, guys. <laughs> we'll see you soon. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye-bye.